I'm Yuriana, and this is the Hot Mess Mom. This is a place where you can come and not feel bad about being the mess that you are because girl, boy, me too. Whether you're a mom or not, I want you to remember that we're best friends here. We're kicking it on my couch with a glass of wine. No filter, judgment-free zone is all you need sometimes. And honestly, let's talk it out. So let's get started. Welcome to the Hot Mess Mom. Hi, and welcome to the Hot Mess Mom. I'm Yuriana. I am excited to launch this. I hope a few people tune in, you know, just ride in the wave, see what happens, but it's probably going to be more therapeutic for me than you. But I'm probably not alone. (laughs) Um... For my first episode, I wanted to talk about struggles. Um, I'm going to try my best to not cry, mostly because you know how when things bottle up and they're just filling in, filling in, filling in into that bottle, and then before you know it, that bottle's going to burst. That's how I'm feeling. You know, things keep adding into this little bottle, and I'm over it. So hopefully I don't cry, but I've thought, what's the worst that it could get? Then you have to think to yourself, like, what's the worst that it can get? What's the worst thing that can happen, right? Um, So basically, I messed up really bad recently. And it's like, you didn't think about it at the time. You know, when you messed up and now you're just like, well, you're like, it's eating away at you because you don't know what's going to happen. So that's how I feel right now. Um, I have a past where I've messed up even worse. I feel like me messing up even worse, like that experience outweighs what I'm going through right now. But I also feel that it's like a whole bunch of things that's that I'm feeling all at once. For example, this thing, right? That's the main thing that is eating away at me, number one. The next thing is work stress. I feel like I work from home. So what's my excuse? Does that make sense? You know, you're home all day. And maybe it's these thoughts that creep into my head like, from what I've been told in the past in tox- in the toxic relationship I was in. What have you been doing all day? You know? That would get that would get that question would get used with me. Anyway. So working from home is like you that feeling sets in where you feel like you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough to support your students. And maybe, like, maybe I'm just getting by too, right? Like, maybe my students do feel supported. And they've made me feel better too. I I talk down on myself sometimes and they're like, why, Miss Casas, why are you saying that you're not a good, like, who tells you? Who tells you that you're not a great artist? You are a good artist. Literally happened to me 
about a month ago where a student called me out and I'm like, they're listening to everything that I'm saying to myself and about myself. Like, what am I showing them? And it really hit me. Um, and I realized, but anyway, so that's the work stress I feel. And not just that, I feel like I should have my lessons lessons in earlier. You know, I should create high quality work at a high quality time, like the at, at an earlier time. Like the earlier that I have a lesson ready, the better that I'll feel about it. Not so much as the, the better I'll feel about it, but I'll feel like I'm doing my part. And if I have a late lesson, it's like, I'm not doing enough or what am I doing during all that time that I'm home you know like it's it's like that not enough feeling so that's work and then there's we've got testing coming up and testing is a huge deal in Texas if you are a teacher in Texas hugs to you too because we just need to get through it, right? Um, I can talk about state standardized testing um, at an, on another episode. <laughs> I have many thoughts, many thoughts about the way that our state um, handles these things to show student learning, you know, student growth. And it, I feel like, anyway, I'm not going to get into it. Um, so that's two. We got the thing that I'm going through, one, work stress, two, being a single mom. Uh, I feel like the fact that I allow so many things to stress me out is making me a hot mess mom right now. Like, uh, that's mistakes I make, right, that I'm dealing with now. Um... What else? It was my work stress. And then being a single mom, I feel as though I am neglecting her. And because I need to take care of the things that I need to do. You know what I mean? Because I need to be 100% at work. Because I need to be 100% in my personal life, not make mistakes. And... I need to be 100% the perfect mom. Like, you know? So I feel like a neglectful mom because I'm not 1,000% present for her. Um, I know this is temporary. I know this too shall pass. And I know I'm not going to be here the way I'm feeling what's happening to me, what it is going to happen to me that I still don't know yet, um, it, it'll pass. Next week will be a different week. And next week's episode will be a different episode, right? Like I'm not going to be feeling these, these feelings. And come August, I'll have the time that I think I'm supposed to have to be present with her by then she'll be closer to being three I think about those things um I think about 
things that I've been told in the past. Like, before I went back to teaching full-time, I was living with my parents. And at 30, you know, I had it had been a year since I left her dad. And oh, before it was like, you have it so easy, is what he would tell me. He would tell me, you have it so easy. You have everything handed to you just because I was living with my parents. But he doesn't know. Like, the thing is, I, have, I, I don't know how to explain to him what it is to be a teacher. Like, to him, it's just you just show a kid how to do something, you know? But there's so much more than that. There's so much more to being a teacher, you know? And I don't have the words. I can't fully explain to where it makes sense to him of what it is that I do. And that's because I owned my business at the time. I didn't I didn't teach with a public school. I taught my own private tutoring students. And so it comes back to me like I I didn't do enough then and now where and I think this hurts more where I don't have the time like he'll say so you're never with her. And so it stinks, right? It hurts. I feel like for a mom, what hurts the most is when you get told or you see, I don't know, maybe a meme on social media or even just the normal posts that people post, like where their lives are so perfect and it's like, I want that, right? Like you can't help. And that's what social media does. It. I'm not sure if, if um, you've ever researched into, you know, the, I think it's called dopamine. Dopamine or dopamine. I can't remember if it has an M or an N at the end. But it's supposed to be that, um, darn, what's it called? It gets released, a hormone, I guess, gets released and it's that same hormone that you feel when someone says like they, they like they like you or you feel good about yourself I, I wish I knew exactly how to explain it but that that is what was researched actually into the like how developers created the apps to be to release that hormone within us that it becomes addicting so this is this is now becoming the talk of social media but i have to just remind myself that when i'm feeling like a neglectful mom or i'm feeling like not like that person not like that mom not like that family i don't have what they have like it's it doesn't matter it's not true like not that what they have is not true. Me not being enough is not true. And then that's three. So we've got the struggle I've going through, work stress, being a single mom, and being a grad student. No one tells you. No one tells you how hard being a grad student is. Or is going to be, if you even think about it. I feel like the first year I was able to do it because I lived with my parents. And because I wasn't working full time. I had my own private tutoring business. 
And now, when I finally have time to do things like homework, I'm doing work. So it 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 feels like I have no days off. It just feels like I have no days off. And another thing I have to tell myself is the work will always be there. But then it's like a full circle I guess I go full circle and I'm like, well, now I'm not being enough for my team, you know? (sighs) It's never ending. And so no one tells you how hard grad school is going to be. Now I'm living on my own, providing for my daughter. I feel like a neglectful mom. I'm going through my own personal struggles where I messed up and I still got to find out what's going to happen. And... Then I got my homework that I have not gotten started on because I was doing work for work. So it's like, I just need to remind myself one thing at a time. One day at a time. When is it okay? You know, when is it okay for you to walk away? And for how long should you walk away? I even got to the point where I had to put limits on my apps because of my dang phone, I swear. (laughs) And it's okay. I can control, right? Like I can control that. But it's, it's about putting your foot down and realizing like, dude, can't be doing this to myself. So... I guess that's what leads me to faith. It's hard to not cry or like, dang, for the first time I'm struggling to find words. It's hard to... to not cry or feel like the worst when you start thinking about the relationship that you have with whoever whoever it is that you believe in um that higher power or if you don't believe in that you know where where do you always fall back on for rights and wrongs and all that anyway um when i'm feeling like i'm not enough when i'm feeling like i'm neglecting my child or i'm not being the 1000 percent mom that i need to be for her am i failing her you know um how have i not been able to wake up early every single day to work on homework. Now I need to do that because then I'm going to fall behind. I'm not enough for my coworkers because I don't get my lessons in on time. It is all these thoughts. I know I'm not the only one. I'm not going crazy, right? I'm not going crazy. (laughs) Uh, All these thoughts. And... I have to remind myself, I believe in God. 
but who does God say that I am? You know? There's this prayer that's my dad's prayer, and he always talks about it. Um, when we talk about, like, things that are out of our control or <sighs> uncertain times and all that good stuff. And that's what I feel right now. And it's called the serenity prayer. And I know you've heard it. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things that I can't change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I know they also say this in AA. Sorry, AA. Um, I've gone to a few meetings before um, as a part of my program that I'm in. I have to go um, to a certain amount of meetings for a prior charge that I had. Bet you didn't know that. <laughs> um so I, they say, they use that, at, I mean, they say that prayer, sorry, at AA. And it, it's just, and they even say that one day at a time too. They have a lot of principles that can help, like, how can I explain this? In, in life, in life, not just like for like the alcoholics in those, in those meetings or those addicts in those meetings, um, I know that there's different kinds of like support groups for different things, whether it's like overeating and like, I, I don't remember where I heard it from. I actually heard it very recently that there are support groups out there for not just AA. It's there's different things and it's pretty much the same thing. And but different, of course, with the discussions that are being held there. And and one thing that they say in all those meetings as well is one day at a time. And, and as, as the hot mess mom that I am, it's hard to, to even say those words because it, it's all piled on right now. And it feels like, for example, the best way that I can put it is laundry needs to get done. Okay, dishes need to get washed. Okay, but I'll do that later. Clothes need to be put away. I'll do that later. Um, the toys are all out. I'll, put, I'll pick them up later. And it just piles on and piles on and piles on. That's what it feels like. That's exactly what it feels like. Um, for sure. <laughs> Is the way that it feels right now. How can you say one day at a time? One thing at a time it'll get done when it feels impossible that's the struggles that i that i'm facing right now but i have hope that's something that i'm holding on to hope for a better day tomorrow and the day after and I can't really say that oh man you also have to how do you say it expect the worst like 
some people say expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected and you won't be surprised. Well, the same thing with expect the worst. Expect the worst and when it's not the worst, you'll be pleasantly surprised. And I always do that. But it feels like the worst is like, I mean, it's not going to be the end of the world, right? But I know I'm really going to hear it. Like, (sighs) I'm really going to hear it. I'm going to be in a public spot, a public spot, a public location when it all goes down. So it's like, uh, I guess maybe mentally preparing myself for that. You have to actually mentally prepare yourself for like something that you're not looking forward to. That is that worst case scenario. And then see what happens. If you're listening, pray for me. (laughs) If you believe in anything at all, in a higher power, just pray that Tuesday, I get through Tuesday, that I can have, that I can be brave, and that I can have courage. What do I need on Tuesday? Jeez. And that I can, I guess, push through. It's going to be hard. And that's just like that personal struggle that I was talking about at the very beginning. So how do we do it? How do we move forward? How do we get through it? (laughs) Oh, lordy, lordy. Um, We just do, right? We just get through it. On a lighter note. I do want to talk about last week. Sorry, sniffle, sniffle. We got deep there right away, right? I just needed to, you know, you just need to let it out sometimes. You just need to say, you know what? I fucked up, you know? But you can't say it like that when you're actually speaking to somebody professionally. (laughs) Any hoot. On a lighter note, last week I took a break, but it wasn't a break. (laughs) I still had work and the work was still piling up you know but I can say that I enjoyed myself because my sister and I went to Austin for the night we took off on Thursday and we spent the night Thursday and it was so needed I needed that I needed to get out of the valleys if you if you know me you know that I live in the Rio Grande Valley, which is deep South Texas. People from San Antonio say, oh, I live in South Texas. Girl, boy, you do not live in South Texas. That's like Central Texas. Okay? Okay. Um, South Texas, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're about mm, 20 minutes away from the border. Um, the Mexico border. And so, yes, we have authentic Mexican food here. Which is why, why I struggle. (laughs) Anyway, so it was good to get out of the valley for even if just one, I guess, hmm, was it 24 hours? Let me see. It was a little over over 24 hours that I was gone. I think we got back sometime around 7. Um... (laughs) 
it was really nice. So we, when we got there, we were like running late because of me, of course. So I, I'm a failure at everything. Anyway, <laughs> um, we were running late, so I didn't have my makeup on. I hadn't done my hair, which I probably should have done before taking off so that I could just touch it up. But I didn't. And I regret it. And I don't know if I would... I don't know. Anyway, whatever. So we were in a rush. I got ready real fast, which I'm super surprised at myself that I can get ready that fast. Although I'll never put myself through that situation again. And we went to go see Claudia Oshry. If you don't know who she is, she is a podcast host of The Morning Toast, along with her sister Jackie. And it was so much fun. Her show was so hilarious. I laughed so much. My cheeks were hurting at one point. And um, it was just, it was needed to be in a room full of toasters, which are, you know, people who listen to the podcast, The Morning Toast. They're called toasters. They have a lot of lexicon and words that they say. Anywho, um... It was so much fun. And then it ended up being that the people who were sitting behind me were also from the 956. So when I say the 956, I'm saying mm, the Rio Grande Valley. And I think they said they were from Laredo. Uh, don't kill me if you're listening to this. I don't think they will. <laughs> but I think they were from Laredo. So... And I met someone from Mission, and he was wearing spooky, scary skeletons. It was everything of the sort. So it was so much fun. And yeah, it was super needed. And then we got to meet her, too. We ended up being first in line, which the whole time we thought that we were running late, right? No, we ended up being first in line to meet Claudia. It was unforgettable, memorable, all the things. That you can like describe. Like I will never forget it. Um, she was super nice in person. Like. You th- you think. Are they being fake? But no I really think that she's nice. <laughs> she's nice in person. She was so nice. And sweet. And uh, cared. That we didn't drive home that night. <laughs> since we drove so far. But um. Yeah, it was really nice. They had spritz there, spritzes of the beverage that they, um, I guess, they own. They own the company, Spritz Society. Uh, I believe they're wine cocktail. They're okay. They're not my fave. But um, hopefully they never sponsor, right? <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, I say anywho a lot. Sorry, I'm really don't say that a lot in real life i guess maybe i'm just nervous um so yeah and then we took off not even we woke up in the morning and we did work uh because what did i need to do oh i needed to do grades needed to do grades update grades and then we had our staff meeting that i shouldn't have attended I shouldn't have even done any work I probably should have had my grades done on Wednesday but I feel like that's not like a good enough time to have 
grades be updated for the week when the week isn't even over and only like three days have passed of like time for students to do work. I try to do them. I do them every Friday. So that's why I didn't do them. And then when we're not present for a staff meeting, we have to go back and watch a recording. And I didn't want to like spend that extra time to watch a recording when I could just like listen in, you know? So my sister had work to do too. So we stayed until about, I think we left at 1130. And one thing I have to say is that we were supposed to take off I mean, take off. We were supposed to arrive when we put on the GPS. We were supposed to arrive at five. I'm more than sure it was five o'clock. We were supposed to arrive at five, but we didn't. Why? Because Austin, you got to get your shit together, girl. When we arrived, there was an accident. When we left, it says the GPS said that there was an accident. But when by the time that we actually got there, it didn't even seem like there was an accident. The Texas Department of Public Safety and state troopers, I guess, closed off the entire interstate highway 35. And it was just an hour and 30 minutes of like stop and go and stop and go and stop and go. And that kind of traffic just like back in the day when I lived in Austin, I lived in Austin when I was 18 was I 18? No, I was 19. I moved when I was 18, but for the majority of the time that I was in Austin, I was 19. And I've driven in that traffic before, but Austin wasn't the same Austin that it was, that it was in 2011. <laughs> That's like over 10 years ago, right? Uh, I'm showing my age, JK. But yeah, so sorry, I was like listening out. Anyway, um, Austin, gotta get your shit together. I remember what I was saying. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, Austin's traffic was horrible. We spent an hour and 30 minutes. Stop and go, stop and go. And it made me feel carsick. Didn't even know that was a thing. But I'm here to tell you it's a thing. I'm just glad that I didn't vomit. I had to close my eyes. And like the stop and go and stop and go of everything just like... I think it just made everything worse. So, yeah. And got home at probably around 7. Pretty sure it was 7. And then I took an Uber home from my sister's because she lives on the other side of the valley. And arrived home. um, Carried my suitcase up the flight of stairs because I live on the second floor and then I went to go pick up my baby and she was so happy to see me I hope I know it's going to right I hope that never ends even though I know one day she's not going to be that excited to see me she's just going to be like hey mom (laughs) but I'm trying I'm trying my best to remember what that's like don't want to cry. <laughs> Anything that has to do with her, right? Anything that has to do with our kids, we get so emotional. Well, maybe for me, it's like times 10 just because she's my only one and she's my first and only. And I'm not really planning on having kid, any more kids. I feel like that time has passed to have more. Or not just that, but like 
guys, when I was pregnant, I would think about the day that I had to give birth. I'm sure I'm not the only one. You dread it. You're just like, ugh. Like, I have to get another human being out of my vajay. And you're just like, it. like, you have nightmares and not so much as nightmares but it's just like a terrifying a terrifying thought and women go through this every freaking day and i thought about it all the time but i tried the way that i thought about it too was like whatever happens happens and i will survive (laughs) i will survive and then i had a friend shout out to ash she has she had I think she had three when um, when I was pregnant. And she helped me so much, girl, because I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about anything. <laughs> anything with motherhood, anything with being a mom, anything with having a baby. Like, you think you know, but you don't. But I will say, it kicked in for me. That um, sense of being a mom and knowing what to do at the time it kicks in. It really does. I forgot what it's called. Any, anyways, I, it does kick in. And I remember every single thing. And I wish I took more pictures. I wish I stared at her more. And I try to stare at her <laughs> like a creepy mom, just like looking at my child. Uh, it's okay. It's okay to stare at your child. <laughs> Because before you know it, dude, she's going to be three. And I'm not ready for that. So, yeah. I guess this wraps up most of what I had to say. Um, Got a lot of work to do. I'm literally going to go back, probably edit this real quick. And see what comes next thank you guys so much for listening i truly appreciate it you took some time out of your lives to listen to me that means a lot to me um leave a review reach out to me send me a message it was my first time i am grateful if you did listen in um all right see ya